On today's episode of Talking Pictures, Michael Bay makes a door of the Explorer movie, Liam Neeson drives a snowplow, and we saw crazy rich Asians. Let's get rocking. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to Talking Pictures. It is Monday, August 20th. I am Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the big man, Jack O'Shea. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. was out of town at a wedding, so it's just the gruesome twosome here today. We've got a bottle to talk about. Let's hop in the pool. First things first. I like that hop in the pool. It's yeah. been, I feel like this has been like our fourth in a row where it's just the two of us, or there yeah. was one where I wasn't there. Well, there was one last week we had, you were here for half of it, and then you was here for the second half. And then the week before that, we were on Smith Mountain Lake. Yeah, so we haven't had the full team together in a little while. N- a good while. We're, we're, yeah. we're due for a reunion pod. for a. Uh, it's going to be weird when it's back. I'm yeah. used to this now. We have, we're, we're almost too many, uh, too many cooks in the kitchen. We've become all such good chefs. I imagine this is like when the deadbeat father returns, finally returns yes. home from the cigarette store. yes. And you're, you're like, you don't get it. We've moved on. Things have changed. Your room is now where we keep <laughs> Becky's shoes. Yes, exactly. It's the yes. shoe room. Very similar. Let's get going, though. Some quick takes. Winners, losers to start it off. Uh, winner. My winner. Mm-hmm. First winner of the day, Twitter. You're a big winner. Twitter won. Twitter, I feel like they've been losing recently, but I'm yeah. going to give them a win because another celebrity, that's right, Yeah. Ruby Rose this time, another celeb, uh, has quit Twitter. Um, this time, after some no. fan backlash, of uh, she was set to play Batwoman in the new CW show. Mm-hmm. I think she's still playing it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said to play it. I don't know if it's going to be called Batwoman mm-hmm. or something like that, but they were like, okay, we're going to have her in this. Uh, the, it's called the Arrowverse uh, on the CW. Gotham, Arrow. Have you seen Gotham? Maybe more shows. Gotham's not a good show, but no, it's the it's most not. watchable show of all time. Well, it's, it's just like a really shitty Batman comic book, right? Yeah, but so like, you have the characters. The characters are great, but it's like everybody's it's the young. CW. It's like Teen Titans, I think. Okay. I don't watch Teen Titans, but it's, I think it's like Teen Titans if it was like made in a really dark Martin Scorsese universe. Okay, where like everybody dies in an, on crack. All I know is Ryan from the OC plays young Commissioner Gordon, and he does it beautifully. I couldn't be more in love with. And that they casting. don't even try to make him look like he's above five four. <laughs> exactly. They don't even like. There's no. I love it. But uh, they, they announced that uh, the Batwoman is going to be played by Ruby Rose, and mm-hmm. apparently the Twitter sphere uh, did not like that, and they got all over her so much so that she uh, has has quit Twitter. And so I had two thoughts real quick. Mm-hmm. First, who knew CW had a big enough following yeah. to get someone to quit Twitter? And two, Quitter, you dog, damn it, leave our celebs alone. They're, Twitter's hunting for sport right now. Dude, they are the Mike Tyson of social media platforms. They don't they never just win no. by out they're not rocky balboa where they, no. they go the distance they knock you the fuck out they're d- whatever wilder it's just like they're, they're just hunting to kill and it's it's enough is enough but hey there we go twitter another victim for you so you are a winner yeah in, wow. your, in your quest to get rid of uh all of your celebrities my winner is the backstreet boys you're a big winner okay so the backstreet boys have been torn again 
fucking awesome. They never stopped. They never. Well, they had, they took a little bit of a break, but they never like they've been a band this whole time. Yeah, we've we talked about their documentary before, and if you haven't seen, it, please go watch it. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's the funny part. It's like they're back together. No, they've always been together. They never broke up. We just every three or four years we're like, remember the Backstreet Boys? Yeah. They should tour again. And they're like, we're touring. We are. Yeah, no, we're we still have, there. We well, have dates. Well, things are picking up again because okay. fourteen fans were injured. At the Backstreet Boys show. Now, I know what you're thinking. Jack. Yeah. How does that make him a winner? That's what I'm asking. Well, I hate people. <laughs> no. Um, they are a winner because the 14 fans that were injured, there were over 200 people who were lining up outside to buy tickets. They told people there's an insane storm coming with 70 mile per hour winds. Uh-huh. Leave. You can buy them later. 200 people stayed. <laughs> no. That is, they are back to diehards. Wait, no one died though, right? No one died. Oh, okay, no, I, I don't, okay. Trust me. I double checked. Thank God. Nobody died. <laughs> a- there was one winner or loser a few like weeks ago where it was like the loser was like someone who died. And I remember <laughs> it was either you or New who did it. I remember being like, I don't. I feel bad being like, that's that's uh, not cool. But uh, yeah, that's I, trust me. I double checked. Okay, good. No one died. There we go, Backstreet Boys. But Getting, still. You know, especially in the day of the age of yeah. the internet. I didn't think anyone was going to buy tickets in person anymore. Why would you ever buy a ticket in person? I've, I haven't in a long time. It's back to that sort of middle-of-the-country Walmart streaming service area. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Gotcha. You know, the people who still go to Redbox. God, Backstreet Boy diehards. I wonder if yeah. they're like 30-year-old women who loved them when they were teenagers, I assume. I I couldn't even begin to tell you who, who the... Maybe the younger crowd is liking the older crowd now. We got teens these days like washed-up, mid-30s, former pop stars. I dare you to... Listen to Backstreet Boys' single from their Black and Blue album, The Call, and tell me that every pop song out right now isn't just a derivative of it. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I, will. I, I dare you to try. I'm, that. gonna, I'm gonna accept your challenge. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Losers, your loser of the week. Give it mm-hmm. to me. Uh, my loser of the week is Britney Spears. You are one pathetic loser. Another. I just realized Backstreet Boys was my winner and Britney Spears was my loser. What is it? 2002. Seriously. Uh, Millennium. But Britney Spears has been ordered by the court to pay $110,000 in child support to Kevin Federline. K-Fed's back in the news, Is that like baby. a month? Is that like a month thing? Or I don't a, know if a it's a month thing, thing or, or, or whatever, but uh-huh. I, there's some sort of dispute about how much child support she pays. Most people don't know Kevin Federline was given custody of their children. That's insane. Britney Spears is – I know it's just weird because usually it's the, the woman gets It's always – yeah. But, and she's the wealthy one. But she's the wealthy one, yeah. Not but, that Kay Feds isn't an entrepreneur but on at his the, own right. At the time of when they were awarding these things, this is how insane – how uh, – what do you call it? Rock bottom Britney Spears had gone. Kevin Federline was seen as the responsible parent. No, wow, yeah. To get full custody. Well, yeah, yeah, the whole umbrella and the shaving of the head and the mm-hmm. what have yous. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. the menthol cigarettes. Yeah, I get it. I do I do understand. Yeah. Yet yet again, Kevin Feds uh, was wearing fedoras before they were fashionable. So, I mean, I think they're both un, un, not supposed to be taking care of kids. We picked the better of Dude, the two. Dude, he was wearing Crocs at the peak of Crocs being cool. And it's oh, like, yeah. I mean, so what you guys want. K-Feds was cool. The man's got style. Yeah, K-Feds was cool. Yeah. That's a good loser. Uh, my losers of the week, Keanu Reeves. You are one pathetic loser. I know you're mm-hmm. thinking, how on earth could he ever be a loser? He's so freaking cool. Yeah. He's a loser because this week, Winona Ryder came out. They were on a mm-hmm. talk show and said, there's a good chance. And they think that actually they've been married. Winona Ryder's like, me and Keanu have been married for 25 years. And they're like, what the heck? What? What a conspiracy theory. I know. They've made a movie called uh, Dracula in 92 that was set mm-hmm. in Romania. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, they get married. They're two characters. And Renata was like, the guy who married us in the scene was an actual Romanian priest. Interesting. And he went through the whole thing. So she was like, technically. Did they sign some documents? We're married. 
I don't know. I don't think that's technically your marriage. No, but technically, <laughs> they're married. I, 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 Winona, I don't think that's how it, how it works. But that's why you're the loser, Keanu. One, you didn't know you were married. Uh, so, I mean, we all know Keanu gets crazy ass, so I bet that he's committed a lot of yeah. adultery. But also, yet you're married to Winona Ryder now? She's very – I'm not a big – she seems like a, like a lot to deal with. Yeah, she's had a few breakdowns. Right, a couple, more than a few. Mm-hmm. So. Also, her name's Winona. Yeah. Not a know. fan. Not a fan. I don't like that name. But uh, those are winners, losers. Uh, Britney Spears, Keanu, you lose. Twitter backstreet boys, you win. Love it. Congratulations. Right. Moving on. Uh, next segment we got one of our weekly, basically. Now we've it's essentially becoming weekly. We, it won't, it's not a weekly segment, but but it's becoming that. Yeah, and I'm actually really pumped for this one. So we're doing in a world again. In a world. In a world. Uh, and this week it is that uh, Michael Bay is producing a Door the Explorer movie because that was a rumor. Yeah, there were rumors that Michael Bay's company was producing the Door the Explorer movie, and presumably he was going to direct it. Yes. Which was a complete joke it's online. Somebody created that rumor. Uh huh. Uh, he's denied it, but needless to say, the nerds on the internet, as well as myself, have just fantasized about what a Michael Bay Door of the Explorer movie would look like. It's this, hard not to. This wouldn't be the first time that he's taken a beloved children's cartoon show, Transformers, Transformers. And, and turned it into a live-action epic yeah. thriller. So uh, we thought we'd play a, a little game of In a World and uh, come up with uh, what Michael Bay's Door of the Explorer plot would be. I got, I'm pumped for this. All right, you want to go first? I would love to go first. Go first, baby. So here we go. I'm actually, I think this would be a really good movie. Yeah. I, I think I created what would be a fantastic blockbuster movie. Let me see it. So in a world where Michael Bay is making this movie, I want you to think less Nickelodeon, more like Tomb Raider vibes. Like it. Okay? Yeah. So uh, in the show, before mm-hmm. I get into the plot, everything talks. That's like the big thing. Mm-hmm. The, ba- the map talks. The backpack talks. The monkey talks. There's a fox that talks. There's actually a cow that's involved a lot. Live action. Everyone's talking. This is Jungle Book. Uh, so, no, no, no. But so they're all talking in the cartoon. Yeah. I'm going to come up with a way for them to talk in the movie. Okay. Just to hold your horses. So I think it starts with a plane crash. We got Dora the Explorer, 15, 16, something like that. I don't know. How, I think she's supposed to be like eight in the show. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have her be a little bit older. Yeah. Not a full adult, though. She's going to some like Mayan temple, something where it's like, no one knows it if it exists, mm. but the power that it holds, if unleashed in the wrong hands, that yeah. kind of thing. Kind of Jungle Book, or not Jungle Book, uh, Jumanji vibes. So she's, she's headed there, small plane, something happens, plane crash. Damn. All of a sudden, hatchet vibes. Okay. That book where that, the kid's stuck in the forest and yeah. he's got to survive. Well, I love hatchet. So she's stuck. All she's got, her backpack, a map. She meets a monkey. That's her buddy. They're yes. going. They're going to the temple. So, at first, things are normal. Slowly but surely, we're not sure if she's going crazy or if the magic of the forest is making these inanimate objects come to life. Wow. So, all of a sudden, the map and the backpack are in it with her, help talking to her, helping her out, staying with the monkey to get to Beauty the- Beauty and the Beast vibes. Yes. Yes. To get to the temple. All right? And we don't know. Are these hallucinations? Or is this forest just as magical as we thought? Yeah. You know There's what I mean? some sort of- Which magic? But there's one problem. Okay, yes. Jack? She's being hunted by a legendary beast named Swiper. Swiper. We're going to make him a tiger instead of a fox. Because oh. <laughs> I don't think there are foxes in the – are there foxes in the rainforest? You're asking me if there are foxes in the rainforest? <laughs> there might be. Maybe know. it's a pack of foxes. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's the thing. I'm thinking tiger, though. Will she get to the temple, Jack? Has she lost her mind? Find out this November. Michael Bay presents Dora, colon, the explorer. Dora. Explorer. I would see that movie. To Dora, to Explorer. <laughs> Mikey's over here. Mikey loves it. I think right. it'd be a good movie. Are you ready for mine? <laughs> in a world, <laughs> Dora is your average high school student in Guadalajara High School. 
She's not in the popular crowd, even though she's by far the hottest girl in school, since she's played by a 26-year-old Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> okay. Who Michael Bay casted as Dora. Kind of Megan Fox vibes? Yes, pretty yeah. much Megan Fox. <laughs> Life in high school is tough enough as it is for Dora. But what happens when her father, played by Danny Trejo, <laughs> is kidnapped by the head of Guadalajara's deadliest cartel, Ale Swiper. So, <laughs> Danny Trejo, real quick, that's Machete, right? That's yeah, that guy? Yes. He's the uncle in Spy Kids? Yes. Okay, good. Joined by her pet monkey. <laughs> I'm saving my father, Boots, and I don't care if I die trying. <laughs> okay. Dora, we don't even know where he is. Perhaps I can be of some service. My name is Miguel Angel Pena, but most people call me... Map. <laughs> oh, hey, M-A-P. Yeah. M-A-P. Featuring songs by Linkin Park, Mike Shinoda, Joel Santana, and those Jay-Z remixes with Linkin Park. <laughs> this 3D movie will have you on the edge of your seat. Who's Miguel Sh- Shinoda? Or what'd you say? Something. Sh- uh, Mike Shinoda. Who's that? He's the rapper in Linkin Park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he sang one of the songs. Literally all the Transformers movies are just Linkin Park. Yeah, yeah, okay. Whoa, da, da. <laughs> I don't think most people knew that. Dora the Explorer. <laughs> this time, it's personal. I absolutely dig it. I really yeah. like what you did with the map. Yeah. I really like what you did. Yeah. That's good. I would see both those movies. Yeah, and they're going to say fuck once in it, too, because it's PG-13. I like it. Yeah. You get one fuck in PG-13. Yeah. It's not on my fucking boots. <laughs> Boom. I like Something that like that. I like Swiper, that. you son of a bitch. I'm digging the casting. I'm digging the whole thing. Yeah. I Gosh. was going to say, I think Shia LaBeouf plays Swiper. Yeah. El, sorry, El Swiper, the cartel leader, and he's just sort of this crazy man. I, I absolutely yeah. dig it. Kind of, uh, I'm trying to think what vibe that Almost as Indiana Jones. Actually, not, mm-hmm. not those vibes. And I'm also debating MAP standing for some sort of military, U.S. military ah. acronym. And we have one scene, at least, where there's just a bunch of trucks going through the desert as a team. Wow. You know what I'm thinking now, too? It could be like, I like the military thing, where it's yeah. like, it pops out of her watch, and it's a MAP. And it's like, Jarvis, where the MAP talks to you. Uh, pretty much. Like, backpack. Pretty much. Backpack, it's Jarvis. It's Jarvis. It's like the Iron Man thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Gosh. And have you, by the way, have you seen the, uh, we, we were talking about it actually, the, the picture of Dora the Explorer that came out from the movie? Yeah. I don't know why. And I, I, I don't want to sound like some I don't think you should deviant. say it. No? Okay. Never mind. We'll keep going. We're going to keep going. It looks like a slutty Halloween costume. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to move on. It looks like a slutty Halloween It looks costume. like who Michael Bay would cast. Exactly. It just yeah. She's supposed to be a little girl. But no, it's like she's not just supposed to be a little girl. She's supposed to be a little girl who's so fucking stupid that she's talking yeah. to her backpack. Yeah. And it's really helping she's her like out. She's like six. Yeah, it's really helping her out. And she's on her own for some reason. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And there's a fox who is just uh, stealing things. Stealing no, stuff. no really harm, but and in still this, annoying. And, and in this she's like a, a pretty mature fourteen year old. Yes. We'll, we'll we'll leave it at that. We're gonna leave it at that. Moving on. Time for some news. Mm-hmm. News, 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 news. First item of news of the day, The Nun. If you have not seen or heard of it yet, there's a new movie coming out called The Nun. It's in the uh, Conjuring movie universe, which I did not actually really realize that, Mm -hmm. but now I kind of, you think about it, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like The Conjuring, that movie Annabelle about the doll. Mm -hmm. They made a couple of those. Always there's this character that's this absolutely terrifying nun. We're going back in time to Romania, second Romania shot. Why are we going to Romania? Because uh, it's a scary country. It's vampires, I think that was like their thing, kind of. It, it's a country where people are very pale with dark hair. Yeah, and everything Castles. inside seems like it's kind of wet. It's kind of. I was literally about to say everything's damp. It's dank. For some reason, everything's a little bit damp. It's what the the like the literal definition of dank. Yes. Not the slang. It's dank in there. Yes. Where it's kind <laughs> of like, you smell that? 
it's some sort of mildew. You know you're in Romania. Yeah. It's humid in here, but it's not humid outside. You smell dank here in Romania. Is there some sort of one of those misting machines that are like at theme parks? Constantly. Hot constantly. Yeah. But uh, so that movie is coming out. Mm-hmm. And the story, besides it being a really scary movie, is that it has like the scariest trailer ever. So we uh, walked into it without knowing uh, when we saw The Meg. A mm-hmm. couple standard trailers, this movie, that movie. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, we know it's going to be a scary movie. It's going to be The Nun. You got up and left. This is one. Of, this is one of the few times in my life when I've ever had like a you know the gut feeling where you you'll read stories about it where it's like, you know, some sort of supernatural where somebody's like, I was in a room and I just said to my friend, we have to go, kind and of, then yeah. five minutes later somebody robbed that bank. Kind of final destination. Yeah, you have this weird feeling, and we were a sixth sense, if you will. Uh, yes, a sixth sense, if you will. Uh, I was sitting in the theater next to you, I believe. Uh, yes, and the the. Move the trailer starts with like just an old a picture a scary picture of a nun mm-hmm. and it kind of pushes in scary nun and there's some sort of like <laughs> note thing and I have never really felt like this where I just said to you I turned and said I have to get out of here for this yeah and I walked out and I walked back in about five minutes later and you said it was a good idea that you walked out that was yeah. insanely scary and then the next day we saw that they're taking the trailer off of YouTube because it's so scary. Yeah, so you left the theater, and I was yeah. like, what a pussy, Jack. Oh, my gosh, just a freaking movie. Boy, were you right, yeah. though. Dude, I the felt like... The entire theater jumped. The entire theater jumped, and then it was loud for the next five minutes of everyone talking to people next to them, like, holy yeah. shit. It's a pop-out, but you think you expect the pop-out, mm-hmm. and then it comes from nowhere. It comes from... You're looking forward, it comes from the side. Dude, the, the Meg was all scary movie trailers, and, like, I can sit through a scary movie trailer. I'm not loving them because I don't like scary movies, but yeah. I'm pretty much good. I've never felt like this before where I was literally just like, I need to leave. Like, this is no longer safe for, for my kind. Maybe it's more than a movie. Maybe The Nun exists. Dude. And then today we saw Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. and for some reason they had that trailer yeah, in that movie. They did, and you left again. I, would, I immediately stood up. Like, before yeah. they showed the first frame. I just stood up and was like, I'll be back. I watched it again. It was just as scary. Yeah. You don't, they, they kind of have it offbeat. You're waiting for like a one, two, three pop out. And here's and why I say fuck the nun. Here's why I'm really upset about it. Okay. Because we saw the movie really early, which I loved. We saw it at like 1030. Yeah. I had to get up to leave the theater and I needed to do something. So I got Reese's Pieces and Twizzlers. And, to, and that was not a choice by you. You had, you were the, forced the to do that. The nun made me do it. I feel awful yeah. right now. All day I felt just disgusting. Reese's and Twizzlers for breakfast. Rough. I, I, I feel so bad I just brushed my teeth. I was like, maybe that'll help. It didn't. Yeah. And I never brush my teeth. I hate brushing my it's, teeth. It, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it had been playing as an ad on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were like, you can't have me watching some fail video and right before you're going to give me an ad that's going to make me pee my pants. <laughs> so it's so intense that yeah. it's like you can't force this on people. No, so they took it down. It's no longer an ad. They're yeah. like you can look it up, but we're not going to have it play before you trying to watch a normal YouTube video. Which you, I agree with. I totally agree. You yeah. can't like there's certain ad you want this is the exact example of when you're like listening to the radio in the car and there's an ad with a siren, it's like fuck you. You can't just play a siren. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. Fuck you. I'm it's no, I'm so I hate even when I'm in, the, in a thing and you hear beep beep on the commercial on the radio. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck? What do you? What yeah. do you want? And then it's you, like, you have oh. some road rage. It it's, it's just Jack FM. You look at you sound like you have some anger problems. You well, have one beep and you're you're ready to fight. Well, if people knew how to drive, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Let's get the jackals all, out there. All these turkeys out here. Yeah, who, who, you know, need their go get do their permit test again. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, moving on, though, some more news. This one's a lot of fun and definitely a little bit risque, mm-hmm. a little sexual. Uh, hashtag porn awards so white. This is the funniest thing ever. This is a real thing, so we thought we had to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, every year, the porn industry has a big award show, ca- uh, big award show called uh, the AVNs. Mm-hmm. What do you think AVNs stands for? Adult Video Network? News. It oh, should be network. Okay. There's, um, an ad- there's an adult video news? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, maybe it's a paper. I don't even know. I what are they reporting on? <laughs> I don't know. Same old, same Just old. People trades? are getting off. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, so I think it's usually in Vegas, the award show. It's like the Oscars, but for porn. Mm-hmm. But instead of categories like best picture and stuff, even though they have that, mm. you can imagine the categories that they Do might they have. call it best picture? They call it best movie. Okay. And, but they have, you know what's funny? They have a best male performer, best female performer, and then separately, best actor, best actress. So I'd love to know the distinction. Because I think everyone's doing the same thing, I right? Think, I think that's just like hottest male, hottest yeah. female. Pers- Best at actually acting. Person who really committed to the craft. I, uh, yeah, I, I guess yeah. so. But then they also have the awards, you could probably guess. I'm not going to say they're. Very vulgar. Read them. What are they? Uh, you know, the, your classic ban- best anal sex scene, best girl on uh, girl. Of course. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. But so uh, usually people, you know, you don't hear about it. I don't think most people even know this exists. But there's I think drama. most people know this exists. The AVNs? I, th- I think most people. I, I, I think our listeners probably do. Yeah. We got a, we got a risque group. But uh, this year there's some drama. Uh, critics are saying that there needs to be more diversity amongst the winners because, for mm-hmm. the most part, all the winners are white. What? Um, so I have a d- direct quote from an article about the issue that I just have to read just because mm-hmm. it's so funny. Um, so this is like actually trying to be newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, this year's AVNs had about 20 main categories, and almost every category, with the exception of best comedy, Jews Love Black Cock, was <laughs> won by Christ. white actors or predominantly white cast. Even the award for most epic ass was taken home by a white chick. All right, slow down. <laughs> I just had to – I stumbled upon this and thought – I love that the exception, the only picture where there was yeah, any representation in the awards was Jews Love Black Cock. <laughs> it's just so funny. Reading that out loud, you go, are we kidding that this is an issue? Are yeah. we kidding? Well, we kidding this issue, but also just like – the fact that – how can you create an issue around anything where they're yeah. sh- celebrating a movie called Jews Love <laughs> yeah, Black Cock? Exactly. How is the problem not that it's co- the titles Jews love black? I don't, how I don't is, know. How come nobody has their hands in the air for that? You're so right. No one is is mad about the anti-Semitic <clears throat> title. It's more they're more upset that there's not enough representation within the winners. The AVN Awards is the only award show where I think you could justifiably, without people being upset, have an award that's like best Asian. Oh yeah, totally. And it's not even racist. Porn's terrifying. That's a, that's a genre. Porn, porn is all over the place. It yeah. is terrifying. We shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> the fact that this award show is it enough. Yeah. Let's not even discuss it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think porn's pretty great. Anyways, issue or should Dude, we just let porn be alone? Here's, that's my question. Here, here's a whole thing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's in my college group text. This is we've been talking about this this week. So the rules on Instagram is you can't have nudity. Yeah. And I mean, really, I feel like there's some nudity though. Well, the definition of nudity yeah, is, is nipples. Really? Yes. If you can show everything but the nipples, you show the nipples. What about for a man? Man, you're good. Okay. No dick though. Okay. <laughs> There's the line. Yeah. Gotcha. But you can show just your ass. I don't think you can do straight on, but to a side, that seems to be cool. There's a weird new trend. And so of course, Chad Zaxcorn, he's sending all these pictures of, uh, on Instagram of how people are getting away with it. Literally, like it'll it'll blow your mind. They will literally just pixelate the nipples, which from a distance, from a far enough shot, they're just completely naked. You can't even see the pixels. But if you zoom in, it's like, oh yeah, it's pixelated. That gets by. Yeah, we just need. I think we need an Instagram, an adult Instagram. I think that's what we're, yeah. we're saying right now. Also, if they if people wear anything 
Like any sort of mesh. Yeah. It's completely see-through. All good. You're good. I gotta start wearing more mesh. Yeah. What are you talking about? She's not naked. She's I, she's wearing these fishnets. All those photos of me that get taken down. I just gotta throw on some mesh. That's all. Yeah. Thank you for telling me, Instagram. Now I know. Yeah. But uh, you know, I was thinking one, like we said, this is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, though, maybe we don't realize that you know there are some just beautifully done, tasteful, black, Asian, and Hispanic pornos out there that just aren't getting the credit they deserve. Yeah. And if so, then hashtag porn awards so white. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Let's get to, let's people get what they deserve, and I hope if that that's what's happening. I, I mean, they're probably going to solve this by literally just having like a, th- what I said, they're going to have like a best Asian, best, best black. I can't believe they don't already have that. I can't believe they don't already yeah. have that. Maybe they do. I don't know. Anyways, probably the most we'll ever talk about, or definitely the most we'll ever talk about porn on this podcast or mm-hmm. any podcast. I don't know. We'll see how people respond. Maybe not. I had some fun with that. That was good. Yeah. And that's the way the news goes. Uh, moving on, we got a new uh, thing that we're doing called uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, yeah. We have a bunch of smaller news stories that we want to talk about that we think we shouldn't probably talk about for more than a minute because they don't deserve anything more than a minute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so let's get going. Do we have a timer anywhere? Can you pull one up? Uh, yeah, I'm going to pull one up. Um, okay, I got it. All right. First Gone in 60 Seconds. You want to Tell me when you start the clock. Three, two, one. Bingo. A guy watched Nicolas Cage films this week for 14 straight hours. Mm-hmm. My question to you, who would you most least want to watch for that long? God, because it might be Nicolas Cage. I don't think – I maybe probably not, though, because he has some really obscure B-movies. I think I have to go with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, probably. That's a good one. Because you know exactly what character he's coming in at, and every now and then you'll get – like because so, he basically plays every single time. He's mm-hmm. some sort of U.S. Uh, military, even though he has an Austrian accent, uh, except then every now and then you'll, he'll get like pregnant. Yeah, every now and it's then great. or be yeah. a kindergarten uh, cop slash teacher uh, i would go with tom cruise yeah. i think tom cruise gives it his all every movie he's got that's true you're getting what you pay for top gun to cocktail mm-hmm. to that movie where he's a football player tom cruise is gonna just give it 100 percent. and mm-hmm. i just love every character he plays you're you're laughing at it but you're also into it one i want the least is johnny depp Johnny I might Depp, agree with that. Pretty much, it's just, other than Pirates of the Caribbean, I don't think I've actually liked any of his movies. I think I would end that with just absolutely hating Johnny Depp. That's one minute. There we go. Next, Vincent D'Onofrio mm-hmm. uh, consulted Twitter this week before he accepted a role as a racist, mm-hmm. uh, that's who you portray, yeah. in a movie. Good move, bad move. Good move for Vincent. Okay. Uh, because he is absolutely, there's no backlash that can come. He can now, he's now free to do literally whatever. And he's like, you guys said I should. So he's the guy, he's the bad guy in the first Jurassic world. And he, he always plays he's in full metal jacket. He's, and in full metal he, jacket. he's the bad guy in uh, men in black. He plays the alien more sugar. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but that, and then also I think it's a good move for him. I think it's a bad move just in general, uh-huh. because if we get to the point and where, uh, you know, People like Twitter is just a side, just casting movies. We get rid of casting directors; they cast them. The next twenty years is just gonna be which Stranger Things kid is gonna be in this movie. No, totally. And it's also like, can we not have villains? Do you feel bad for playing a villain in a movie? It's, it's crazy. It's, it's pretend. We're, we're, that's what yeah. movies are. They're pretend. But uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Say good move only because I would like if it was like Leo. Should he play this character or that character? Yeah, I gotta decide. I have an opinion. I like that. Bingo. One next one. Michael Caine this week settled the ending of Inception. Mm-hmm. People were asking him about whether or not uh, Leo, whatever, survived or didn't survive or was real mm-hmm. or not, whatever. And he said when he first talked to uh, the Nolan brothers about the movie, they said whatever scene you're in is real. So Michael Caine is in the last scene, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Leo did get out. It's reality. Does that matter to you at all, this closure? Not in the slightest. I saw Inception once. It was the night it came out. I saw it at midnight, and I fell asleep in the theater. 
and then that's incredible. And also, I woke up and the scene is like him, like that's like the hardest movie to ever fall asleep in. Yeah, I wasn't really that into it. The whole thing was just kind of like, a, what? You make a puzzle in your mind. It's stupid. I thought it was stupid. This really matters to me. I yeah. absolutely hate when they end movies of like we just thought, you know, the audience you know, let them decide the ending. It's yeah. Like, no, I came for your beginning and yeah. your middle. Give me the ending. I'm totally close with you. the door. That's the it's the laziest thing you can ever do is be like, I'm not going to tell you. I the want end. closure. It's up to you. I don't want Hugh Jackman at the end of Prisoners being like, did he get out? Did he not? Tell me. I want him to get out. It's the same, I always want things to go well. It's the same thing when they like basically like, it's a salad bar. You make your own salad. No, yeah. you make me my salad. Make me my salad. I don't want to figure it out. That's a minute, by Just give me lettuce and bacon. Uh, moving on. A uh, new Liam Neeson movie about a snowplow, dr- snowplow driver hellbent on revenge of the death of his son. It is called Hard Powder. Wow. Is Liam Neeson officially typecast? Uh, he's typecast himself for sure. Definitely. He. It doesn't seem like he wants to be in any movies where he isn't uh, playing someone who's trying to save his killed or uh, whatever son or daughter. More specifically, on a vehicle, too. On a vehicle. He has all these movies. He had a movie on a plane that bombed. He had that mm-hmm. movie on the train that bombed. Now he's on the snowplow. I freaking love it. Yeah. I've seen all those. They're enjoyable. They're bad, but they're good. I hope the next one's a jet ski. Keep on going. Find your niche because, right? you know, Lord knows Samuel L. Jackson has found his niche. And yeah. He gets paid, you know, $8 million to just say fuck in a movie once. Play the hits, baby. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Just talk, and you get that money. Just play these yeah, characters. I agree. I dig it. Liam Neeson's one of my favorite people ever. I, I, I totally agree. Uh, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conan O'Brien cut musical performances from his late night show. Does mm-hmm. anyone actually like musical performances on late night shows or uh, Saturday Night Live or anything like that? I'd be hard-pressed to find anybody who uh, watches them specifically for the musical performances, let alone people who just – Watch them. Does anyone like, okay, we watched the skit on SNL. Now the musical performance, everyone, okay, we're going to watch this person right, put perform. Put your phones away. Right? Like that just doesn't. Don't fast forward. Just outdated. I'd say, you, I mean. We have YouTube. S- and SNL probably gets a ton more just because it's in the middle. Like Conan, the show would end with him being like, and now we're going to Pearl Jam. That is literally your cue to check Oh my guide. gosh. I love Pearl Jam, but they're live. And also, it's always their new album, whoever yeah. it is. And it's like, either come because you want to come and play your hits. Yeah. I don't want to hear your shit. Remember Zach Brown Band went on uh, SNL one time, and they were all wi- they all wearing like feathers in their hats. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you? This is, you're a sellout. Sometimes it's- I in- love Zach Brown. Though. Yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. I don't think he can ever sell out. No, never. Sometimes it's interesting. So, like, so, you know what? No, it's never interesting. It's always just like, <laughs> oh, this is, this is a song that I hear all the time. Right? Yeah. And now I'm going to watch it. Show me more of the funny stuff. Next. Uh, Billionaire Boys Club movie came out this week. First mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey movie since his shit went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made $126 at the box office on Saturday mm-hmm. and a total of $287 for the weekend total. What's the best way to understand how little money that is? This is unfathomably little money. It's this, crazy. This is the amount of money that probably it, they paid Kevin Spacey for one minute of service. Yeah, just about. This amount of money is what it would cost our house to go see a movie like to go see a movie twice yes and they couldn't they, that's who and they we got. only live with five people we live with five people yeah. and it was basically like hey this is this amount of money is about now the equivalent of getting like six large popcorns at the movie theater yes and which they, is crazy yeah and i mean it's also uh what you call it we saw a movie this morning mm-hmm. early morning tickets are eight bucks maximum 15 people saw it on a saturday yeah. that's kind of crazy if i was uh if I was Kevin Spacey, what I would have done is just spend like three million dollars and just bought like all out, the tickets, ev- every theater. That'd be great. And just been like, see guys, I can still make I some money. I told you, I told yeah. you. Next, Avatar. It was announced that the sequels will not leave the planet mm-hmm. of Pandora, and there's going to be like four sequels. Yeah. 
Is this the biggest bet in movie history? Yes, totally. I know just having four sequels is the biggest. It's been, it'll have been, what, 15 years? And they're going to spend... Is it going to be 15 years? And, and it, they're going to spend, what, probably $2 billion combined? It's going to be nuts. Jamie Cameron. Jamie Cameron likes uh, likes to write some paychecks. If the first movie bombs, like the way the Star Wars... It doesn't have the Star Wars fan base. There's nobody no. who's like, I... I love that movie, but it's I'm yeah. not like a... I don't think about it all the time. Nobody... Th- <laughs> yeah, it's the biggest movie ever. Nobody not buying the toys. The nobody buys the toys. I... If this movie doesn't do well, it's just like, hey, James Cameron, you wasted 15 years of your life. Yeah. And whoever the studio is, you just basically flushed $2 billion on the toilet. I kind of dig it because I love the Navi and they're just beautiful culture. Yeah. But the original was the biggest movie ever, and they're going to cut the main half of the movie, which is people from Earth going over there. Yeah. Is it, it just Navi? It's. I can only imagine it's just Navi. Maybe other aliens come. But uh, it's almost – I was thinking this is almost crazier than setting Jaws 3 in a, a water park. Luckily for Jaws 3 – it was fantastic. Th- Cue Dennis Quaid and his young thighs. But th- this is almost crazier than making James Bond a blonde guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is almost crazier than making James Bond a black. Idris <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Elba. We want Idris. Yeah. This Idris is almost crazier Bond. than making the the nerd from the Social Network Lex Luthor. Yes. And just being like, what do you guys think? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Right. Come on. It's only our biggest movie ever. See how uh, What do you think about this really weird guy? And that was gone in sixty seconds. There you go. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. I think you know we we usually. That's about what we should have said for all of them. It's yeah. the right amount of time. I think we said it. I think so, too. What needed to be said was said. Exactly. Speaking of which, are we going to do the... Uh, Movie review time. No, no. We're gonna, What about uh, Jordan Peele? Oh, shit. I forgot to put that there. Yeah. No, I'm a really big deal. It's after in the world. I oh, saw you're you right. You're right, right. I was like, oh, maybe this was a... My bad, movie. my bad. But we got to talk about it. Yeah. I'm a really big deal. Also a new segment. I'm kind of a big deal. Yes. Um, We're going to do this segment. It's kind of when celebrities take themselves too seriously, mm-hmm. which is... Every day of all time. Pretty often. It's very. It's on kind of the note of people quitting Twitter, acting like they're going on a hunger mm-hmm. strike kind yeah. of thing. Where every now and then someone in Hollywood thinks, I'm going to be this hero mm-hmm. that no one asked me to be, but I'm going to mm-hmm. be it because it's who I I'm am. I'm going to smile with my mouth closed. Exactly. Yeah. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. All right. Very um, pretentious. Very... Very brick oven pizza ish, mm-hmm. you know. That's yeah. all I eat. Okay. Okay. All right. Guy. Brick oven pizza. Where does that come from? I like that expression. <laughs> yeah. I heard that one time. No like Domino's. It. Brick oven. That's oh like. yeah. Well, we make pizza at home. Exactly. Yeah. You want? Know Fuck those guys. Right. Actually, I like eating pizza like oh, that. Oh, it's delicious. But people who would <laughs> refuse to eat Domino's because yes. like actually we make our own pizza here. It's like it's fucking. Pizza. All right. We get it. We yeah. get it. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm a really big deal. Go for it. So Jordan Peele is recreating the Twilight Zone, which is obviously the most popular show ever, and basically. Uh, the original Black Mirror, and yes. he and he announced that he's really excited for it. And he said, "This is a show I think is needed right now." I'm such an asshole. This is the this is in my opinion like the most annoying thing. Any I love Jordan Peele. I love Kim Peele. He's fantastic. This is the most annoying thing anybody could ever say. I agree. It's the most arrogant. I know what the people need, and I'm going to give it to. And them. it's basically they need me. Yeah, you want. Know it's kind of tough out there right now, yeah. and uh, I think this is... They need me, so fine. I'll help. Yeah, this, okay. is, this is the type of commentary, and you know it's something political. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like, it's just, you know, we live in a tough time, and yeah, I think, I think this is important. Well, what I'm doing is really important. The great part about this is, though, I'm important. The, the Twilight Zone, I almost kind of get it if the guy who made Black Mirror said that, because it's kind of technology, totally. and it's twisted, and it's, are we going into the future too fast? Can we handle it? Even though I don't agree with that, but I can see that point. Twilight Zone is a fuck it's like murder porn like it's like twilight zone is black mirror but better but it's like 
it, it's every single thing. All it's supposed to do is fuck with your mind. It has no lesson on the world. It's all about crazy make-believe shit. Also, this is me right now. Do you know how many Twilight Zones are out right now? Black Mirror is the best example. Yeah. Black Mirror is the Twilight Zone. It's, it's a, the same exact show. It is literally just a, here's a weird future dystopian yeah. thing with a twist at the end. That's all, all Twilight Zone is, is a twist and a fucked up situation that it's someone really creative came up with. Yeah. It's nothing. We don't need that right now. You know what we need? We need good good TV shows on network cable. Also, That's what we need. Also, yeah, yeah. And also just to say that anything is needed right now in an age where there is 10 times more content being made every fucking second than there were, you know, when the Twilight Zone originally came out. Fuck yourself. And it's a bummer because I'm really excited for this because I bet yeah. he'll, he'll do a really good job. And I, I love the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone is like the best show ever. We still have the old DVDs. Even the old ones are good. But I hate that now I'm going to look down on it because it's like, dude, I think dude. it's going to suck because I think he's going to be making something being like, and his, his decisions aren't going to be like, hey, she's going to wear this because that's what will make it a better story. It's going to be like, she's going to wear this because people are going to be like, yeah, she, need, she needed to wear this. Gosh, it's a fantasy show. She really needed to wear the this. Best ones, the best episodes of the old ones, it's like a mannequin comes alive or yeah. a ventriloquist dummy comes alive. Or you find <laughs> out that the aliens visiting are actually planning to cook people. Dude, yeah. Twilight Zone's great. It's great. I'm really excited to watch this. And I'm there's doesn't matter what the show's going to be about. Just the fact that he thinks that I need this right now, yeah. fuck yourself. Hey, maybe, I'm over this. Maybe we watch it and we do need it. Maybe we eat our words. I'm trying to think what I possibly need right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Some AC. It's hot in here. It is hot in here. Yeah, some AC Let's get to the nice. movie review. Movie review. We mm. saw Crazy Rich Asians. Before we get into it, I kind of would love to wrote a little thing. All right. Just for my Ooh, take. Press release. Kind of not, not a press release, but so going in. Well, first off, let me just say that this movie was really important and needed right now. <laughs> we needed it. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually, there's a case for that. But going in, my expectations were super low. And it was because I'd heard a ton about this movie, Crazy Rich Asians. But the only thing people were talking about mm -hmm. was that it was an Asian-led movie. Yeah. And there was all Asian actors, first time in 25 years since mm -hmm. Joy Luck Club. I don't know if you ever saw the Joy Luck Club. I did not. I read the book in high school, so I watched the movie instead of reading the book. It's the most boring book ever. It's about like this group of women, and they're, they're talking about their childhood. I'm sure it's fantastic. For a uh, 16-year-old Henry O'Shea, mm -hmm. I absolutely hated it. But so everyone was like, this movie... Oh, it's going to give Hollywood the shake that it needs, which is all great. It's all mm -hmm. good stuff, and it's true, and there should be more movies like this. But just because a movie has all Asian actors and actresses doesn't just automatically make it a good movie. It doesn't mean that the stories necessarily going to be good. So you're, I was worried that people were really wanting it to be great, mm -hmm. uh, but because they're rooting for diversity, like we should, mm -hmm. but that there's a chance it's just not good, and no one would be honest enough to say that after seeing it. Yeah. Even when the— This, this, this is the same thing as Black Panther, which I'm yes. perfectly comfortable now saying is the most overrated movie yeah. in the history of It movies. was really good. I really liked Black Panther. It, is, it should it, not be best picture. It's not a top five Marvel movie for me. Yeah. So the fact and that— that's Okay. The fact that this is how you know it's so rated. It's not a top five Marvel movie, and they're creating a new award for the yeah. Academy Awards for this movie. That's exactly. pretty overrated. And with the bummer with Black Panther was it was a good movie. We went, mm -hmm. we liked it, but because we went in with everyone saying this is the best movie ever, mm -hmm. we walked out being like, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't the best movie ever. Like I was almost disappointed because I thought it was going to be Iron Man one on steroids, yeah. and it just it was really good. It wasn't the best movie ever. But so then even like all the Oscars so white mm -hmm. stuff feel like that was i mean it's totally true like there's not a ton of diversity amongst uh mm -hmm. all of these movies and all these races ethnicities stuff like that cultures mm -hmm. but more than anything else i feel like asian people are least rep representative for sure like we can all name a ton of black actors and actresses 
you'd have a tough time, even avid movie moviegoers, naming a lot of Asian actors and actresses. Yeah. Right? Like, that's just... That's how to, like, the... the Martial arts guys, Jackie Chan, right? and Bruce like, Lee and Jet Li. There just aren't a ton that aren't are big related, slaps. by the way. Yeah, that's so funny. But it's like Lucy Liu. Like, there just aren't mm. that many Ken Jong. blockbuster stars that yeah. are Asian. There's are like you can name them on one hand, which is kind of crazy. So this movie was really, really important because if this movie was bad, that's bad for everyone. That's just not good. At that, we're gonna have this movie that's really needed. And if it was bad, fuck. Are you ha- purposely saying needed and important right now? No, but I actually didn't even. It's also think it's about it's that. less for you because uh, you're not you didn't make it. Yeah, it's the fact that he he made Twilight Zone and said yes, this is important. Yes, it's exactly. like holy fuck. So it's more I'm more the the, the consumer. Yeah, but uh, having said all of that, and I apologize, that was a little bit long. The movie was fantastic. I I absolutely loved, loved it. I absolutely loved it. I really went in thinking I'm not gonna like this movie. It's gonna be a standard rom com that people are gonna act like this is a great movie. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. I I told Mikey this and I said I can't tell Henry it yet because uh, I want to save her the podcast. In this movie, I cried twice. I cried once. I had at least I might have teared up twice and I might be lying about it. Like I put it that far back in my head, but I did have the wedding scene. I was the I was wedding scared. scene. Yeah. Which, by the way, is that, that's not a spoiler. There's a, there's a, we- they're going to a wedding. It's not like a, that's a spoiler. Uh-huh. The wedding scene, they play, uh, can't help falling in love with you. Elvis Presley original. And they do it in like the most beautiful way. Yeah. And I legitimately, at first, I got chills, and then I was like, I'm actually kind of like tearing up right now, yeah. and I can't turn to Henry. And I was sitting next <laughs> to pretty much a couple the of last- dudes crying at 10:30 a.m. at the movie. It was 10:30 a.m. <laughs> I had just walked out of the nun trailer because I was scared. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Like, and it, you know what it was? I felt it, I was crying because it was so beautiful. It really was. It was literally just beautiful. So the movie, it was as fun as Mamma Mia. It mm-hmm. was that level of fun where the whole time, I smiled the entire movie. It was one of those. For the whole time, I'm like, oh my God, can you believe this and that? Uh, they totally nailed the setting and the culture and stuff. It really just made you want to go to mm-hmm. Singapore. That we know of. I don't know what Singapore is. Oh, I have no like. idea. For all I know, the, this is completely They wrong. nailed it that yeah. you're watching it, and it's a movie, but it's also mm-hmm. like a travel commercial. Like yeah. the views and all the stuff that they have in Asia that we don't have here. They highlighted all that mm-hmm. amazingly well. The food, just all of that. It was shot like, like Chef. It reminded yeah. me a lot of Chef. Yes. Where it was that, but not just about food, but that like every scene, you're just like, wow, that looks awesome. Like, yeah. I want to go to that hotel or I want to do this or that. Um, and the views, all of it was so great. But it was the best kind of rom-com where it's you're into the plot the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, you're really like, what's going to happen next? You don't know. You're into it. But it's light and silly and it was fun. Yeah. And you're it's not. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Mm-hmm. It was more than anything a comedy. Mm-hmm. But there was a really good plot. So I absolutely loved it. The uh, highlights. There's this, there's this character who's the gay cousin. Of, yes. It's all about this really wealthy uh, Chinese family. Yes. There's this gay grandson cousin I'm who trying to find the steals actor. the movie. His name's Oliver. He's played by Nico Santos. He absolutely steals the movie. Just destroys the movie. He's so good. So everyone in the movie, like they all went to like a British boarding mm-hmm. school kind of thing. So they have British accents, mm-hmm. and he's this gay British guy, and he is so funny. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wanted him, my only comment with the movie was, have that guy be in the movie more. He, there was a lot of really funny characters, because there was a lot of, like, uh, wait, who's this guy? And then they would kind of do, like, a, uh, who's the guy, uh, something shitslets in, uh, in Glorious Bastards. Yes, that, that was exactly in Glorious Bastards format, where they mention a character, and we And then they go to, like, a, a, yep. a quick scene with him. And they had one where it was – they did it with all these characters, but the gay guy, he introduced himself as like – he literally says like charmed. 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 And then there's one like uh, where they do a makeover scene uh-huh. and uh, Aquafina who's in it who yeah. – 
I was worried was gonna be a little bit much too. She, I did not like Aquafina. She was my one, my one mm-hmm. fault with the movie was Aquafina just is really loud and making funny faces and making funny noises. And she's kind of always playing her character that she created on her Vine account. Yes. Yeah, so and it's like be a normal person. I, yeah, I, I don't play find the character, her funny not for you. just being loud. But she, I thought was was fine. Yeah. I, I thought she was fine. And she's just like we're giving her a makeover, and then they do the best like pan reveal to Oliver and his, you know. Essentially, queer eye for this Drake guy yeah, team. His team. And he's like, oh, honey, we have so much work to do. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like the funniest. He describes himself as the rainbow sheep of the family. I love that guy. And Ken Jeong's in it. He's great. I think they were, it was, they really wanted this movie to be good. Mm-hmm. So they spent the time of, like, every, they didn't phone in anything. The flashbacks is the best example. Every time they introduced a character, they would flash to something that perfectly it was making fun of itself, each yes. one of the characters, and a different part of the culture. They did it just beautifully. It was just really good. There were a couple of really good side plots that you were into. Yeah. They nailed the turning a book into a movie kind of thing. They really did. Um, and you know what's funny? The only thing, and I, I'm excited to talk to other people who have seen it, the only thing I was kind of surprised by was it was, if anything, anti-super rich Asian culture. You know what I mean? I thought, yeah, for the most part. Like, it so- made you want to be a part of it. It was yeah. like, wow, they live a pretty sick life. But the characters that you're rooting for and the characters that you're waiting for them to to come around, it was your classic. The mom doesn't like the daughter, the boy or the girlfriend of totally. her son. That was, and that's the, the kind of the plot of every rom com or a, a lot of them. And so it was that was like that's not out there. That's pretty standard. But the way they did it, it made it better than that in that you didn't see what was coming. Mm-hmm. But I thought by the end, I was still like, I don't. A lot of these people in this movie are really bad bad people. Mm-hmm. But where now they kind of learned their lesson. So they're cool now. But you know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. think, I don't know. Like, it, it didn't end with there's there's this crazy rich Asian culture, but at the end of the day, there was no mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It's like, no, 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 no. This culture, like, this, the way they do things, it, it's kind of, like, it doesn't really make sense. The, it's definitely, well, it's like a lot of the time, they, they basically talk about how Americans are only concerned about people who have ambition or passion. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, like, my biggest thing when when – how I like I, that. That's our thing. How I think of people like is like, are they go-getters or are they yeah. letting life happen? But it was the rich people saying that too, so it didn't really make any sense. Well, it, you nailed it. You're like, well, of course they they aren't ambitious. They have everything. They have the old money. They, have, they it, own the, the island. It's the richest family like apparently ever. Yeah. Uh, Which is really cool. Like, the more we talk about it, the more I, I really like this movie. I love this movie. I, I can't wait for this movie to come out and be – I'm sure it's going to be on either Netflix or HBO. And I can't, whichever one it is, we're watching the second it comes the, out. Yeah, uh, soundtrack also, all time. They did a really good job, which I love with foreign movies. They do it in Life Aquatic Steve Zissou, where they just have like French covers of David Bowie. Yeah. They had a basically a ton of uh, Chinese covers of American songs yeah. that were just awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Gosh. I, the, last, the last scene, by, by the way, I cried. I'm not going to say anything, but just plane. I cried on the plane. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the where I was. Oh, the plane was good. The plane where, was good. And, and I was like, fuck, I think there's 30 seconds left in this movie. I'm telling you, it's the end. Uh, I was like, I think there's like 30 seconds left in this movie. I need to get myself fucking sorted out so I don't walk out Cheer crying out. in front of you know these people at 11. Who also came at 10 in the morning yeah. to see the movie. Yeah. Um, and that was the movie review. Definitely go see it. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Crazy Rich Asians. Really good. Uh, draft time. We're doing a draft that we did a while ago. Well, we didn't do the draft. We did we not. I just picked the characters and put them on like a meme thing. So there now we go. we're going to be drafting them for the first time. Good, good, good. Hank, I think this is the first one too. So let's introduce the draft first. So the draft is going to be Nick Cage's. So mm-hmm. characters that Nicolas Cage, our favorite wild man, uh, has played to uh, steal the Declaration of Independence. Yes. So 
You want first pick, second pick? We'll go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. But before we do this, Henry, I think uh, we should have a bet. Okay. This is the first time where it's like for the draft, we want to start adding it's tough bets to it. It'd be four and four, though. It'd be four and four. We'll, we'll pick. Tell you what. Here, here's what we'll do for the bet. None of us can pick a national treasure Nick Cage. He's the guaranteed. Okay. Because obviously, if it's the only declaration of repentance, I'm going to pick Benjamin Franklin Gates because he's already done it. His name is Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he's the guaranteed. It's four, four versus four. Um, the loser has to watch the uh, last five Nicolas Cage movies. I'm very known. And do like a book report. They're not good. Oh, no, I know. They're movies that you've never heard of, like Inconceivable, Vengeance, A Love Story, Arsenal, Army of One, and USS Indianapolis Men of Courage. Wow. I've never heard of any of those. So the loser of this is going to have to watch all five and then basically report back to the pod. Report back to the pod. Do a little, do a little, this is what happens in each of those movies. I like it. You want to go first or second? Um... So first pick is Benjamin Franklin Gates, National Treasure. Yeah. Second pick. You want second? Are we doing snake draft or are we just going back and forth? Back and forth. Go back. With the bet going? Snake draft's fair. Okay. Let's do snake. All right. Then you pick. I go first? Sure. I was saying, or, or you pick if you want to go second. I want to go second. Yeah. Okay. You're you go I'll, go, I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to pick first. I'm going to pick. Oh, wow. I'm going to pick Ghost Rider. Okay. Good pick. Uh, he actually has magical powers. Super, He's going to be pretty good at getting inside of the superpower. And abilities. when in doubt, he has no problem just killing people. Yeah. Um, I like that pick. Now I would pick Nick Cage's character from that movie where you can see the future, but I'm not going to, cause I don't even remember the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go, I get two picks, right? Yes. I'm going to go number one. I got to go Cameron Poe. Fuck. Cameron Poe from Con Air. God, he's cool. He's just trying to get that bunny to his baby. He, all he did was kill a man outside of a bar defending his pregnant wife. Listen, Why is he in jail? Shut, Why? Tell shut, me. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then my next pick is going to be Stanley Goodspeed. God, all of his characters have fantastic names. Who was his character from The Rock? I like that. All right, so now I get two picks. I'm going to go with, by the way, the last time, or one of the last times we did this where it was just you you and me doing it, we picked like 14 people. We need yeah, to like that was count. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Big Daddy. Yeah, the uh, Batman-inspired character from uh, Kick-Ass. Basically Batman. One of the best uh, scenes ever is him being lit on fire, uh, but instructing his daughter how to do things. Now yes! So good. Yeah, it's really great. That's an intense scene. Yeah, I remember scene. watching that movie being like, oh, it's called Kick-Ass. probably going to suck. One of the best movies ever. Great movie. Uh, so I'm going with Big Daddy. And then I'm going to go with... Mm. Damn. So I only get... I get two more picks. You pick Big Daddy, so now you get one more. But then after that, I get another pick after that. Yeah. I'm going to go with Memphis Reigns <laughs> of Gone in 60 Seconds. Make a, a cue the uh, the new game that we yeah. have. Yeah, same title. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't seen that, Angelina Jolie has blonde dreadlocks. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, Robert Duvall is bald. I'm going to go with H.I. McDonough from Raising Arizona. I've never seen the movie, but I recognize him in the wine tea and the mustache. I think the viewers will as well. That one's just for some picks. Wow. Uh, and then I get one more pick. <laughs> I'm going to pick Caster Troy from Face Off. God damn it. That's a good pick. A.K.A. He's actually John Travolta. Yeah. So it's not Nick Cage. Yeah. You're going Caster Troy when he is. Uh, him or I'm going Travolta version. Hmm. Travolta Troy. I like that. God, I'm between either Joe from the movie Joe or – God. 
Can I pick Superman from the movie he didn't do? No. Damn it. Have you seen that Superman? I've seen the picture of him in the costume. It's great. It's a good reason why Tim Burton should never be allowed to direct movies. Yeah. Because it's not Superman. It's not at all. No. All right, so then I'm going to go with Balthazar of the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Another, I'm going to be wielding a lot of magic in yeah, mind. Yeah, you do. You have a lot of sorcery. Yeah. Uh, so I got Balthazar, Ghost Rider, uh, Big Daddy, and uh, Memphis Reigns. God, pretty good spot. Sexy motherfucker. I got Caster Troy, H.I. McDonough, Cameron Poe, and my boy Stanley Goodspeed. Mm -hmm. It's a good draft. Moving on, coming soon next week, we got Happy Time Murders comes out. We talked about Happy Time Murders before. Happy Time Murders is the one where it is Melissa McCarthy, and it's sort of a spoof on Sesame Street. And it's like a – it's basically – what's the South Park movie? It's Team America, but puppets. Yes. So I think – I'm excited to see this, but I think it's going to be really bad. Mm-hmm. In the trailer, it seems like there's a level of South Park has been the only real people who can nail the. It's gonna we're gonna take poop jokes and sex jokes to the next level, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be even funnier. Like the puppets having sex was so funny. Yeah, and it was funny though in Mer- in Team America because they're two. Uh, what do you call it? Like, I guess they're puppets. They're puppets. So the joke is, ha- it's so bad. They're on top. Of, they're two dolls on top of each other. Clearly, they're not having sex. In mm-hmm. Happy Time Murders. You see, like, pe- like stuffed animals having sex. They're kind of almost too close to it's, it being because it's the it's joke. Too realistic. The, the, it, the joke is that it's like it's not realistic at all. But it's too realistic. But then they do it really well to the point where it's like, I mean, it, if you're gonna do it, stick with it. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. So I think it's gonna be just a little bit too much, and like they would have, it would have been better if it was. I, st- I like the R thing, but if it wasn't like a porno it was more like yeah. just an action movie you seem very anti-porn this podcast no i'm very pro-porn are you very born pro-porn. again maybe possibly yeah. scientology they came to the they knocked on Dude, the door Zinu doesn't like porn no yeah we it. learned that because tom cruise didn't know what it was it. um and then the other movie coming out is searching which is the movie we saw in the trailer So searching is uh from what's that movie uh harold and kumar yes he's kumar no harold Harold is looking for his daughter. And John the, Cho. The whole movie is on FaceTime or computer. Yeah, FaceTime. so we both agree. The reason why we like don't want to see the movie is I don't really want to watch a, a screen grab of a computer screen the whole time. I don't want to watch people FaceTiming and have the click noise be a really big part of the movie. Why are we pretending? Yeah, if you're going to do that, if you're trying to be like, this is what it's like today, there aren't click noises anymore. No, turn off the click noises. Cl- turn off the fucking click noises. And then the other aspect of it, too, is like people don't FaceTime that often no especially like you're facetiming like the daughter's friends like my our dad's never facetiming our friends no. <laughs> you know what i mean like even if it's like where's henry it's like you might get a text from a text from a tech like i don't know in the trailer there's also about probably a good 10 seconds if you add them all up uh combined of basically it's just him making a, a google doc yeah of copying and copying pasting, and pasting pictures. images and it's like that's not really revolutionary anyone lo- uses their computer you're way too organized organized yeah. Organized. 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 Yeah. That's actually the Latin That's the word. translation. Um, From the organizios. What's the joke in Benchwarmers? Athlete. What is he? Athlete. Yeah. In the three story. syllables. Yeah, three syllables. Anyways, that was the pod. That was a good there one. There you go. We missed new. I, hope he, he, uh, mm-hmm. I think he'll definitely be back next week. Until then. That's what I said a, last week. We got to get a, we got a fun musical guest, though. Yeah. So this musical guest, I recently discovered her song while I was yogging. Uh, the other day uh, and so we called her people and she said i'm a i am a pooly i'm shocked we got her um actually. or i am a pool boy i'm a pool girl because uh, we're not pulleys i think we're pool boys anyway uh she was like i, I gotta come let, let me get to the house the yes. compound let me get after it so it for real singing her hit single green light everyone please welcome lord
Those great whites, they have big teeth. Oh, they bite you. Thought you said that you would always be in love. But you're not in love no more. Did it frighten you? How we kissed when we danced on the light of floor. On the light of floor. But I hear sounds in my mind. Brand new sounds in my mind. Be seeing. 